Hello, everyone. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Catching Up with J and K. <laughs> in this episode, we are going to talk about friendships. So Karen and I met in dance class when we were both in middle school, we believe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I started dance class in middle school, and the group that I was assigned with, I think, and I'm sorry, girls, if I'm wrong, but I think we were all a beginner's group. And I have a feeling that as we were transitioning, as my class was leaving and your class was coming up, by the way, um, Jonah was always more advanced than I was because she's been in dance longer. So I have a feeling that once my class was over and your class came in, you and I somehow met yeah. in that hustle of, you know, taking off our shoes and getting ready. Yeah, I, that sounds familiar now. Like, Really? I, I, honestly, I hope I'm not making that up. No, I, I can, like... I, I feel like, because we weren't in the same class when we first started. No. And then later on, when we were both in the company, that's when we started to be in the same class, but I can't. Yeah, eventually, as I was starting, as I was dancing more, the um, our dance teacher moved me up a level. So eventually, I was in Jonah's class. But I first started in my own little group. Totally shy and new to everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that does. I can like picture it now. I feel like. And I think you introduced yourself to me first just because, because I was so new to the dancing world. I was really like just shy. Um, and Jonah's always been super friendly. So I have a feeling that she approached me or you approached me. I just can't remember how. I know. Yeah. yeah. I, or we met at, or maybe did we meet at the performance that we had at the end of the year? I don't think so. Okay. I, I, I because in, when we would have our performance, we were all sort of combined in the same group uh, or in the same uh, dressing room. To prepare to get dressed, I guess, and that's where I saw other dance members. Hmm, it could be, but I don't remember. I know. I just know for a fact that you approached me. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, Karen and I have been friends for a very long time, <laughs> and and then we also went to the same high school for one year. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then we, we rode the bus together, and then we hung out after school and stuff, so I feel like that's where we also got close as well, other than dance. Yes, but I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Also, no, not really, because I, once again, I was the new kid in the block, so I was a little more reserved. I think I got along more with Sam from our bus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I noticed that you had your own thing going on. So you would sit next to another student. You guys would study together on the bus. Oh. You guys would do homework together on the bus. Okay, yes. I do remember. I I always thought, like, oh, maybe my relationship would, maybe I would be, you know, attached to Jonah now that we're riding the bus together to school. But that wasn't the case. Because you were doing your own thing, and you already had, like, you, you oh, had your own hustle going on. I didn't... Oh, my gosh. I had no <laughs> idea. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, but, uh, so, when it was time to ride the bus to and from school, I mostly sat next to Samantha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, but I, we still connected. And yeah. We still clicked. And we still acted like friends. 
But um, I noticed that most of your time was with other students because you already had a relationship with them, you had a class with them, and you were studying with them. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I hope I didn't make you feel, like, left out. No, okay. no, I mean, I remember feeling a little left out, but it was just, like, it wasn't even, like, I, I can't even target you. It was just the whole fact, the entire fact that I was new to everything. I was new to attending a private school. I was new to waking up so flipping early to catch the bus. Yeah, oh, girl, that was, like, an ungodly hour <laughs> for high school students. And then the, uh, the, the drive back, everything was new to me, so mm-hmm. I just... Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad we stayed close and we yeah. stayed friends because I feel like... You weren't mean to me at all. You never, like, pushed me, like... You were never disrespectful towards me. You were just in your own element. Huh. hmm Well, and, you know, it's so funny to think that I... Looking back now, that I don't really talk to anyone from high school <laughs> other than you and probably, like, five people off the top of my hand. You know, like, mm-hmm. not that many people, which is really sad in a way you know like I feel like all those times that you know I spent like studying or whatever in the same class I mean I don't regret it I don't regret anything but I'm like looking back I'm like hmm where are they you know like I hope they're doing well and stuff but you're like definitely one of the few people I've stayed in contact with and people that I've stayed close with I should yeah. say not just in contact with because yeah. I feel like staying on contact on social media can be very vague just and like like their photo yeah, yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> just comment like the photos say happy birthday when it's their birthday yeah. but you know nothing like this like our relationship mm-hmm. um but we kept in touch and really I'm going to give all the credit to Jonah for keeping our relationship strong um, because you have always just been inclusive with me. You've always invited me to things, and I never felt left out. So I wasn't the person to reach out, and Jonah was. You were always the initiator, and I felt oh very God. loved as a friend because you wanted me to do things with you, and. Yeah, so I give the credit of this friendship to Jonah. What? But also to myself. Yeah. I'm like, you know why? She likes me. And I think I have a good personality, I hope. Yeah, <laughs> no, you do. I, honestly, like, there's a reason why we stayed yeah. so close. You know, like, the talks that Karen and I have are very deep, and they're very personal, and they're also... Yeah. Not, honest. Yeah, exactly. They're honest. And I want to say they're, they're similar, but also we both have different experiences, which we can both take away from like I ask Karen about a lot of advice (laughs) and she definitely one she gives you advice and two she also can relate to what I'm going through yeah yeah and then with Jonah I'm learning from you in ways that you don't know so it's like uh sometimes you say things that are very wise and very considerate of others where it in, in a moment where I'm feeling a little, like, hurt or selfish, you say some things that resonate with me, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, she has a good point. There is one point in particular, but I don't want to share it. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And sometimes you don't even realize it. You're just expressing your feelings about something or the situation, and then you just speak wisdom. And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, she wow. has a good point there. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. It was so enlightening. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, but really, I had 
I thought, wow, yeah. And just even having this conversation alone is funny because I always consider myself a Debbie Downer. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of conversations that we have that I feel like is always bringing down the mood, you know? like You do that. Yeah, right? So it's just... (laughs) You do do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. So I'm glad that you take something away from that other than the feeling of being sad. No, because you have a good way of really assessing all perspectives. So, like, you look into your perspective, but then you mention someone else's point of view and how they could have been affected by something you said or done or or vice versa. And it just, I don't know, it just, something about you is wise. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of my mom. (laughs) But Your mom was awesome, though, so thank you. (laughs) I'm like, wait, am I, like, an old, like, woman mentality? No, no, no. Not that your mom's old, not that your mom's old. Mom, <laughs> taking that out. <laughs> but we have been um, in touch, and again, you initiated a trip to fly somewhere with me, and I was—I'm always willing to tag along because the truth is. So, oh gosh, I might go off on a tangent here, but I don't have a lot of friends. I have very few, and um, I'm not. I, sometimes I can be the initiator, but, some, but most of the time I'm not. And so Jonah has always initiated, and she's always invited me to things. And I, I, because I don't really have anything else to do, and I've been I'm mostly bored in the house, I always say yes. And I always find a way to – I try to find ways not to find excuses not to do things with you because I know I want to do it. Oh, also because I have FOMO. So I don't oh. want to miss out on any opportunities where you do invite me to something because I don't want to miss out. I see. Okay. So growing Ooh. up, and when you've invited me to things, I just don't say no. And yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you don't say no because we have a lot of fun together, <laughs> I think, which is why I constantly reach out to hang out. Yeah. You know, like, I don't. I don't think I do that with a lot of people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I... I catch up with people, like, mm-hmm. over text and stuff like that, and I, you know, casually ask them, how's their family, how's their job, and stuff like that, like, how's life in general, but to actually go out and hang out, I don't really ask that from a lot of people, I think. You like to go all out on a lot of walks? I do, yeah. yeah. So then that's has been our perfect opportunity to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, and not- I, you, because Jonah doesn't live far from me, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go pick you up, or can you come pick me up? Yeah, exactly. Let's go on this walk together. Yeah, and I think that's what makes the friendship really work, is that we both bring something to the table. Like, it's both give and take, not one always taking and one always receiving. Yeah. It's always a mutual understanding that it's a balance. And I feel like that's what friendship is all about, because it could be hard being friends with someone who's a Debbie Downer all the time or something like that you know what I mean but it's all about the balance too once again wisdom (laughs) served on this platter today yes that's an excellent point because I have had friendships where the person will tell me all about their life and um, I am patient and I'm listening but as soon as it's my turn to share they don't care Oh, they show very little interest. 
and they're not—they just—they're not invested yeah. in hearing my point of view or hearing what I have to share. And so, yeah, you're right, and that's something that I've had to assess of, you know, who's really there for me, or who's really willing to listen, or who's really, who's willing to put in the work, you know, as friends. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I totally agree, and I feel like because I've I personally feel like I've been burned a lot, especially mm. through high school up until oh, now. Yes. You know. Yeah. So I, I'm sure everyone like high school is just such a rough time for everyone in general. <laughs> Um, and I feel like that's where I started to realize like where the friendship was going. And maybe that's, if you listen to our previous episode about, about FOMO, maybe that's one of the reasons why I don't have FOMO as much just because I know it's give and take. So if I'm also not inviting them out, or if I feel like I'm not really reaching out to them and they're not doing the same to me, so then why do I care? You know, like, or am I always flaking out on them? Yeah. Or are they always flaking out on me? Like, why am I so caught up with them hanging out without me? But back to this episode. <laughs> um, so now you have a team. <laughs> Just like, cut and cut. <laughs> um... Yeah, no, but I feel like throughout high school and up until now, I've definitely felt that version of a friendship where I would always ask them how their day is going or what's going on, and then suddenly they have to go when it's my turn to talk. Mm -hmm. Or when it's my turn to talk, they're on their phones. Mm -hmm. Or they're, Mm -hmm. you know, or they just, you know, aren't paying attention. It's clear that they're not paying attention. And for me personally, like, that's what really really makes me angry because I just listened to your whole story and then yet you can't even give me five minutes of your time. Yeah. You know, like there's an, there was one example. Um, I have a friend and she can talk a lot and that's (laughs) fine. You know, like I don't mind just sitting down and listening because she also has a very interesting life Mm -hmm. and I'm always the one to initiate the text or the phone call Mm -hmm. and then on top of that I'm also the one to always ask and I've noticed that they don't ever ask me Mm. about what I'm going through about anything going on in my life Mm -hmm. and that's fine I mean maybe people just want to unload and they don't want to maybe they're not mentally ready to handle another person's baggage or not even baggage maybe they're just not emotionally ready to hear some news that wouldn't be uplifting or something like that. You know, I also consider, you know, what other people's mental health might be like, Mm -hmm. but if there's a trend, then yeah, yeah, I definitely have to cut it off because I'm not getting anything from this relationship. In fact, maybe I'm becoming sad about it, like Mm -hmm. making it personal, like what am I doing? Or maybe realizing that this person doesn't really care about me and my well-being. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, um, and I think it's important for you to really assess who the intentions of the person that you're with, because although I've had situations where someone's not interested in hearing what I have to share at all, there have also been instances where I have this close friend of mine that is that way, but in the moment, I realize, okay, maybe it's maybe she wants to vent right now and it's not my turn to vent too. 
Mm, yes. And she's not ill-intentioned. She just needs to talk to someone. And she knows that I am patient and I am not judgmental. And I will just listen to her. And and she still invites me to things. She still initiates things with me. And, you know, and it's like, okay, well, maybe I took it personally the last time I couldn't share my point of view or my story. But it's really, I need to consider her feelings too. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know what, she's just, she's just going through her own thing. Yeah. And like you said, maybe she doesn't have the energy to take my, um, my my to 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 empathize with me yeah um, but that's fine it, it just it's it's weird yeah it's weird but it works it is, yeah <laughs> I, I feel you it's all a give and take let's yeah. say she doesn't ask you about anything that's going on in your life but she invites you to a lot of places and you guys have fun together yeah that's a form of give and take but mm-hmm. do you sometimes hit her up like hey i just need to talk like are you free or do, do you ever do that um, I, I well no not really okay yeah i might but usually i don't but okay. I don't really do that. Well, actually, no, I do. Um, not with that person, though. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because another thing I was going to say, like, if you, if she doesn't ask you, but you insert your story or something like that, or if you ask her, like, oh, hey, are you ready? Or can you, um, do you have the mental capacity to hear <laughs> what I'm about to say? Or I probably like wouldn't that. say that. Okay. I'll just wait for an appropriate time. Because usually there is a right time and place to also share your side yeah. of the story or share what you're feeling. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that. Like there is a time and place for everything. So it's one, it's not always about you. <laughs> or like for those of you who are listening, yeah, it's just not always about you. Like that person's going through something else. Maybe give that person time to feel what they're feeling and vent it out. Exactly. And then later on when that person is mentally capable of hearing another person's story or their dilemma or whatever is going on in their life, then that's the time that you can bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. Friendships can be complicated. um, But I feel like overall, I have a really good intuition of who is good and who is maybe toxic. Um, and I've been very, 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 very fortunate to be, you know, surrounded by really good people. And I love the friends that I have. They're not many and it's just a few. I think they're less than all my, the fingers on my hands, but they, they mean the world. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. It's quality over quantity. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I'm just starting to realize. Like, you know how you mentioned that I was really inclusive earlier? (laughs) That's honestly, I see that not, not that I see it as a bad quality, but it does backfire a lot, a lot. So like, I'm always catering to other people's personalities because I want them to feel included when me, myself, like I don't have fun or I don't, like enjoy the time. Let's say if it's at a party, I remember going to a college party um, with like two or three of my close friends, but I realized that other people wanted to hang out, but then they weren't invited to the party. So then I asked the host of the party if I can bring other people. Oh, but then it just, I was literally, I felt like a host <laughs> of the party. Like I didn't go really to enjoy myself, which was the intention of me going to unload and, you know, just to let loose. But I was like babysitting and you know, and then I feel like that's also, I mean, it's good 
that, you know, you, for people who are listening, it's good that you want to include other people, but also remember you yourself are just one person. Yeah. You know, like at, at that time, I felt like I was really holding hands with a lot of people because they, I, and I'm glad that they felt like, they felt that they wanted to confide in me in a lot of things. And I'm really grateful for that. I am. But I also over time felt run down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I couldn't take the emotional stuff that I was going through because I was always bearing it with other people's situations. And, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm very, very grateful that people feel like they can confide in me, you know, Mm -hmm. that that's an honor already in itself because not that many people want to open up yeah but then I also have to set boundaries for myself yeah and that's something that I'm starting to do now Mm -hmm. you know like I didn't set boundaries before and I was like a big huge puddle on the floor and people were just constantly putting more droplets of water into that (laughs) puddle until it became a big pool you know when really I should have just let myself consider what I'm going through first I guess yeah sometimes you can be you can have so many friends and somehow still feel lonely yeah because you're not giving the time or attention that you deserve oh my gosh yes wait can we just like (laughs) girl that's literally I felt like no for real I feel like that's what my life has been like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always catering to other people when I just, not that I feel alone, but like, it can feel lonely. Yeah, it, it definitely can feel lonely. And then I've noticed the time for myself that I do, quote unquote, want to be alone. So let's say I stay up in my room or something like that. I just like lock my door and I just want to be to myself. But it's more lonelier than it seems, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that just blew my mind that you said that. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, for real. It's Friendships are really hard. They and, are. Yeah. And, but just like any relationship, the fact that, you know, both parties can put in the work means something. Yeah. yeah. Um, friendships for really most of my life um, have been kind of, or social, I don't want to say friendships, because I've always had good friends, but social life was difficult for me in high school, because um, I got along with a lot of people in my school, and we, like, I, I wasn't bullied, and I was, I had a positive experience, but I was never someone that, you know, anyone, all the, you know, the popular kids considered to invite to parties, and in high school, I quickly learned that no one really bothered to invite me to things after school, and it hurt my feelings, and, you know, it was it was hard. It was hard listening to all the cool kids, you know, mention, like, having spending time together or, like, listen to their drama, and I didn't have any drama, and I wanted to have drama, and it was interesting listening to their drama, but I felt so left out, and I thought that you know, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever they did was cool. And then eventually, I think by junior or senior year, one of the cool girls did invite me to her party. And I was just like, oh, okay, like, this is, this, this is nice. This is nice. But before that, it, it felt 
lonely in the sense that I didn't really have a social life. Mm. Um, and I mean, I did, I did do things with my, I'm going to call them dear, beautiful friends. And we did mm-hmm. have like hangouts. We would hang out at my house or we would go meet up at a spot or spend hours walking around a store, you know, not really buying anything, just walking around. And I spent quality time with them, but I still wanted to be a part of the like click yeah. or that after school social life. Um, and I didn't have as much of that. So I depended a lot on after school activities. Do you find it hard making friends as an adult? I know I do. I, hmm. I think there are stronger personalities. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily harder because I can see who I would click with right away just mm-hmm. because I know my type of personality. But I think there are a lot of stronger I think there are a lot of people with stronger personalities now that we are getting older and we're kind of like, oh, I don't give a shit about this and that. You know, like, now that we all reach a certain age, we kind of know who we are. Yeah. You know, so it's it's nicer in a way. So I know, like, oh, I really don't want to hang out with them. Like, oh, that's too, they're too much for me or something like that. Like, I just can't hang out with them, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't, so I don't know, I don't want to say it's hard harder I feel like it's easier because I know who I am like you know and I know my threshold Mm -hmm. I found it hard when I moved out of the house and moved into or moved out of the house and lived alone for a while and I felt really really lonely um I wanted friends um and I was in I was not in this area I was living in another state so I I really desperately needed a to gain friends, and I found it extremely difficult. So what I did was join bar class, and I tried to get along with the other women there, but I could tell that they had their own thing going on. So a lot of them just went for the hour to work out, and then went on to their next thing, you know? So they looked busy. So I found it really, really hard and challenging. It's almost like, and I also felt like everyone already had their friends established, so, um, you know, like, I didn't really put anything or bring anything to the table where they felt the need to include me in their friendship circle. Uh, one of my housemates invited me to events hosted by her friends and their friends. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I can make friends with them. But it just really wasn't my social group. Yeah. And it, I found it hard. And once again, I just felt like they already had established friendships. Um, and they were able to connect because a lot of them were in sororities. So they had that thing in common or that lifestyle in common. Meanwhile, I didn't. So I didn't know that life. Yeah. So it it was hard for me to make friends when I moved out of the house. Yeah. Do do you ever feel like you want to initiate the conversation or initiate um, meeting up after class or meeting up before class or um, grabbing coffee with those people from your class one day or something like that. Yeah, I did see that um, when I did bar, there was this one uh, young lady that attended the same class or had the same schedule as me. And <laughs> this is so weird. But, like, I tried it. The best I could do to initiate was, like, smile. <laughs> oh, that yeah. That was as far as I could go. I'd be like, hey. And, like, a lot of them just didn't look interested. They would yeah. just be like, like, 
you know, give like a half smile. And I don't know if I took it personally just because I wasn't that mission to make friends, but I'm pretty sure they were going through that whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, you know, maybe they were shy Mm -hmm. or are introverts themselves. Yeah. So, but, uh, as far as initiating, that's all I could do. Yeah. As far as care I could do. Like I, if, if I smile and they smile back, then for me, it's like, okay, yeah. I think this is going to go so Yeah. <laughs> but if I smile at them and say hello and they don't really put any energy, then I know right away that it's just not. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely easier said than done, especially if someone doesn't have that type of personality yeah. and the person you're talking to also doesn't have that personality. It can be very hard to initiate the friendship. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like even just the thought and like the act of trying is mm-hmm. also what can make or break the friendship because yeah yeah like let's say that the person you were talking to she was going through something but that smile alone like made her feel better or something but she couldn't it was a she right yeah oh yeah she she couldn't um muster up the courage to talk to you but just that smile alone you know what I mean I hope so yeah it it didn't go anywhere it didn't reach anything so it's stuck. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. There was someone in college who was really extremely shy. <laughs> so shy. And I, even now, our conversations thrive over text or messages versus in person. Because I feel like that person can't express what they're saying verbally. So, and the way that I even became friends with him was being really annoying. I remember thinking like, I want to be friends with this person. So I came up to him like, hi, like, what's your name? Like, oh, like, can you like teach me this or whatever? Like, cause we were in, in school together. So I feel like that's when it is what makes like our, my friendship and his, or our friendship work with him is because we're both very different personalities. And I, and he knows that I usually initiate those things okay but but it is hard like and sometimes if they don't initiate it with me throughout the our entire friendship I start to question like wow are they really friends with me like if I'm always the one initiating maybe they don't really want to hang out with me and then I would test it and then we wouldn't talk for like months and months and months you know but then I miss their friendship so do I really is that self-worth you know going back to someone who doesn't really value me I don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah no, I'm bringing it down again. The moon. We're talking about friendships. <laughs> I'm like, you have no friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you mentioned being annoying. Actually, yeah. Um, I, sometimes I do have some friendships where I just really wanted to desperately be their friend because I could just feel, you know, good, positive energy and um, like we could hit it off really well and I do remember being annoying to one particular friend and I was like you know what yeah for me it was rewarding at the end of the day when now that we are friends because it's like oh like like I know what I want and in a friendship and I know who um wait so so how do you how can you differentiate like toxic friends who never hit you up versus always initiating the 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 conversation or, or the the hangouts well it depends on the context of the hangouts so if I do initiate something what is it like 
is it fun? Is it not fun? Um, I, I, it just depends on their personality, I guess. And if I don't initiate anything and they don't eat there and there's just silence between the two of us, I mean, I just, I, I for one, uh, I'm not really bothered by that too much just because I know that we are, we're all busy and we have different things going on. But if I can tell that they are losing interest in being friends with me, then I just, I don't cut it off. I, I guess I I guess we just ghost each other. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm really glad that you said that everyone's going through something and yeah. everyone's busy. Because yeah. it's true. Like, especially now, you really don't know what people are up to, you know, like, or what they have going on in their lives. So just because they didn't text you for, like, a long time doesn't mean that they're not friends with you. doesn't mean that they're not thinking about you. Maybe they're just going through their own thing you yeah. know they have their own lives and I have to remember that yeah no same same and it is it's really hard because I'm the type of person to always check up on me on people mm-hmm. and it I remember someone told me to stop doing that because it was getting really annoying for them and like I'm glad that they told me that and I also started to realize like why am I the only one always checking up on other people versus <laughs> people who like the ratio of me checking up on other people versus people checking up on how I'm doing is very different, Mm -hmm. you know. But then I also tell myself, like, yeah, everyone is going through something. Not everyone is, you know, has the free time that I have, I guess. (laughs) Or, like, you know, I don't want to say that, but, like, not everyone is. Everyone has their own thing that they're going through, their own events or situations. So I shouldn't take it personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And different people have different temperaments. Right, right. But also... You definitely have to know your worth. Yeah, like, I do. Yeah, like that is something for me where I can't, I don't have a good judgment on that. You mentioned earlier that your intuition for good people is strong. Yeah, it's and like for me, unfortunately, I don't have that. I feel like I'm always worried about people feeling included, that I can literally include someone who is toxic and I wouldn't even realize it because that person who's toxic feels left out, you know? So it's definitely like, I can't, I can't get a grasp on that. I mean, hopefully I'm sure later down the road I can be, but I think I'm just so worried about people feeling left out because like, I know what it's like to feel left out, especially when it's FOMO or whatever. Like I don't want someone else to feel like that. Yeah. I get it because I have held on to toxic friendships just for the sake of, them just for the sake of remaining friends yeah and and it just it wasn't it was it's been unhealthy because you just you by you I mean myself I just give them allowances I'm like oh they said this and hurt my feelings but we don't really talk about it but I'm just gonna let it fly because they're your quote-unquote friends because they're my friends and Mm -hmm. I can let it go I can be the bigger person and let it go yeah, see, oh, see, but but we can't always be the bigger person because we ourselves deserve to be heard and be acknowledged. Yeah. Yo, no, I totally, totally feel you. Like, And I feel like during this pandemic, I'm just, you know, like, I'm starting to realize like, who, like, who's been real and honest and raw with me and who hasn't, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. This, this pandemic has been an eye-opener of 
you know, the friendships that I, that um, are meaningful to me and those that are toxic. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally, totally feel you. And it's, you know, not always black and white. And it is painful. Like, you have all of these great memories together. Right. And you don't want to let that go. No, you don't. I, I'm someone that holds on to them. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, sometimes I just like who they are. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're funny. And they're, they're this way or then that way. But, like, it's only, it's, it's, there's almost, like, there's another word for it. It's, it's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so do you have an advice? Do you have any advice for people to either acknowledge that someone's toxic or if that person has already acknowledged it, how to let them go or anything like that? <laughs> Truthfully, I don't. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what to do myself. Um, mm. I think personally, I just think I'm, I, I wouldn't address it. If you are in contact with me, you're in contact with me. Um, I feel like, I have this one beautiful friend that I've had for 19 years now. Angelina Leach, this is a shout out <laughs> to you. <laughs> um, she, uh, she was one of my first friends when I moved to Maryland and uh, started third grade in, in the elementary school that I did. And I apologize for, to her about something because I, I just think, you know, things are misinterpreted. And she told me something that really hit home and touched my heart. She was like, Karen, I've known you since third grade. You don't need to clarify anything. I know who you are. Um, and oh, she's just, she's just a good soul. Yeah. <laughs> so she, so she's a prime example of someone that I am holding on to. Yeah. Uh, a friendship that I, I cherish. Um, but then when you come across someone where you always have to clarify yourself and you're constantly needing to, um, um, someone that you can't really be around, uh, yourself around. And I don't know, if, I don't have advice. I just, I just, I just know. Yeah. And I won't cancel my relationship. I won't talk bad about that person. I am not going to put them on blast. I just don't have the energy. It, I'm just going to let time take its course and provide the distance between us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to say anything, I don't think. Yeah. I think we're just two really nice people. And <laughs> I think other people can sense that and take advantage of us. Yeah. And one other advice that I want to give to other people that helped me a lot just growing up is... Just who cares? You know, I mean, you you know, like I literally tell myself that all the time now. Like when I go into an audition and I'm worried about, I don't know, my oily skin or like I'm worried about whatever. I'm just like, you know what? Who cares? Let me just go in there and fucking kill that audition and walk out feeling awesome. You know? No, and you're right. I think I saw I saw somewhere like a meme that said, you know, People aren't thinking about you as much as you think that they're thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, oh, that's that's so true. Yeah, so who cares? Yeah, for <laughs> real, for real. I mean, granted, there are a lot of things that you should care about. But in terms of this, you know, context right here, like, yeah, who cares? If they're not inviting you and you feel left out, man, who cares about that? You worry about yourself, you know, like, do what makes you happy. You 
you know, maybe invite other friends that you want to hang out with and initiate those conversations or those, you know, hangouts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier said than done, and it's not always black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I say that now, like, who cares? But then I'm like, yeah, who cares? And then my feelings are hurt. (laughs) Who cares but me? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. I hope that for anyone who's listening, you all value yourselves and value your true friends. Yeah. And you all are our friends, and we thank you for listening. Exactly. Uh, So stay tuned for another episode of Catching Up with JK. Bye. Bye.